Welcome to the second season of Double Booked, your place for library news, book recommendation, and reading banter hosted by WML librarians Erin Driscoll and Danielle Masterson. We are broadcasting from the WCTV Community Television Studios in Wilmington, Mass. We want to thank WCTV for allowing us to use their facility and equipment. January is always a nice time to look back on the past year, and since this is also our first podcast of our second season, it's even (laughs) doubly nice to look back on the past year of Double Booked. See what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very proud of myself. Uh, So podcast stats, they're, they're kind of a funny thing. The longer an episode has been up, the I mean, let's face it, the more it has been listened to. So it's no surprise that our most popular episode of 2022 was last January's Reading Resolutions show. Uh, But rounding out our top five of the last year were Book Besties, which was our podcast featuring books about best friends. Uh, The next one was Beyond the Beaten Path, which was our summer reading special, where we discussed books about nature and or books we wouldn't normally read. We each had a different interpretation on that one. Different take. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Our next one was Romance Reads, where we had special guest librarian Lori Wurzbicki talking with us. And our rounding out our top five was Women's History, where we discussed books about strong, independent women. Ooh. So those were our top five of 2022. Um, yeah. Erin, what was your top book pick of 2022? All right. My top book pick, and actually I thought about this soon after we recorded our Book Besties episode because (laughs) listeners who had listened to that episode will know that I complained about how hard it was to find a book (laughs) about, uh, you know, friends, like uh, a woman and a man who are just friends. Yes. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And then soon after that, I found it. And it was my favorite book of 2022. (laughs) (laughs) And it's um, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow uh, by Gabrielle Zevin. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just really enjoyed this book. (laughs) I've seen it go out many times when I've been working the desk. So I think you are not alone in this one. Yes, it has made it to a lot of of Mm -hmm. people's top top lists. It centers on uh, Sam Mazur and Sadie Green, uh, who were once uh, childhood friends who had kind of a falling out. I won't go into it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But they reconnect when they're both in college in uh, Cambridge, Massachusetts, which I love when a book is set somewhere in in the Boston, greater Boston area. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And they both uh, love games. They both love video games. And they essentially take a year off to create a video game that becomes this like blockbuster hit it's like everyone's Mm -hmm. christmas present like so you know fame and and fortune follow and they start a video game development company um and it it just kind of follows them uh through the years uh it's sort of a love story but um it like i would say there's sort of like some romantic interest but they're never in a romantic relationship um it's sort of more of like a grand friendship of your life rather than like a grand romance of your life. Okay. It's just really lovely. Um, Although they do have some falling outs along the way. (laughs) Um, And 
And I just found it completely immersive. Um, I just really itched to pick it up whenever I had the chance, which is yeah. a great sign. You know, not every book you're like yes. just dying to get back to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I will say you don't have to be a video game enthusiast to enjoy this book. I wouldn't consider myself a video game enthusiast. Mm-hmm. But I think it does help if you have some familiarity with video games because there are a lot of references. Okay. <laughs> so, like, mm-hmm. I don't currently have any video game platforms that I that I play games on. But, you know, I growing up, like, we had, like, friends had Nintendos. Like, we had mm-hmm. a PS2 that we mostly used for DVDs. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've watched a lot of friends play, like, Grand Theft Auto. Okay. <laughs> so, I think, I think it does help to be aware of some of the major video mm-hmm. games in the culture okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but you definitely don't have to to be an enthusiast um mm-hmm. so that was uh tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow uh, by gabrielle Zevin. um what was your favorite well my favorite book of 2022 um is actually a book that you recommended to me on this Ooh. very podcast Ooh. So I uh, I read or listened to 63 books so far in 2022. I'm a big stat person. I love statistics. So I keep track of all my books and all my minutes um, on Goodreads and Beanstack. So, um, so I did look up how many books I had read. Um, and actually, when I went looking to see what my favorite book was, I went and I, I scrolled through all the pictures and everything. And... The book that stood out to me was one that you and I talked about during our Audio Adventures podcast. And it is not even from this year. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It came to you in 2022. It came to me in 2022. And uh, that is Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So it is the audio version. I did not read the print version, but I listened to the audio and um, the book was released about four years ago now, and um, but it is still very popular. I think um, I think it's still coming to a lot of people recently. You know, like it's it's one of those books that is still going, and I think it's you know it's going by word of mouth. It's going from you know friends reading it, we're telling each other, "Oh my God, I really love that book," and you know people are still picking it up. It's still going really strong. Um, it's. I think one of the reasons why it's still going is is the storytelling, but also just like I was reading some of the reviews and there's some people who are like, oh, it's so cheap. Like all it is is just interviews. And I I think the the real like I don't even know what to like the the gem of this book. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to phrase it. The the real like what makes this book more special isn't really the the storytelling that per se it's the character building yes. and that's what you see happening in the interviews and particularly what you discussed on audio adventures and what I found when I was listening to it is really um just the the way that it's portrayed in the audiobook it's one with a full um it's with a full cast the main narrators are Jennifer Beals who plays Daisy Jones, and Pablo Schreiber, who plays Billy Dunn. And um, pe- listeners will know Beals from the 80s movie Flashdance. And I think a lot of people may not realize that they know Schreiber, 
but you will recognize his voice and you'll realize that you do know him. Um, he's done a lot of TV work. Um, as soon as I heard his voice, I remembered him from, he was on SVU. Oh, okay. <laughs> and as soon as I heard the voice, I was like, I know this guy. And then I looked him up online and I saw that I was like, oh, right. He was on SVU, but he's been in a ton of stuff. And I think people will really recognize his voice. Um, but I really felt like that was, that was just a really great book of, um, in a really just interesting way of building the characters where you kind of, there's some characters that make you laugh. There's some characters that just kind of break your heart. The whole like story of just the whole arc of the, the band, how the band breaks up. And then just, there's this whole thing at the end. And I mean that just the, the whole thing, like, I think my husband was just like, oh, my God, can you stop talking about this book? Because <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to read it. And I was like, but you have to. It's amazing. <laughs> so I really loved it. That's one of my one of my favorites. too. I think it's probably my. Oh, this is bold to say, but I think it might be my all time favorite audio book. Yes, like, I agree. Mm -hmm. I almost it feels sacrilege, but like I almost if if you like audiobooks at all, I would just say skip the print just listen to the audio absolutely mm -hmm. um and it's very it is told in the series of interviews but they're very convincing interviews like yes. we read it for my book club and some of my book club members were like i had to look up whether daisy jones and the six was a real band yes you think they're real <laughs> like you're just kind of like and then you're like what, but I, I want to listen to this album that they're talking about. Like, you yeah. wish that, like, the album really existed so that you could listen to it. Well, and it may sort of because they are making a series. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we may, we may get some of that music. I don't know. I think we might. Yeah. <laughs> and I think if people really enjoyed the book, hopefully that series does live up to it. Um, I think it's going to start at some point in 2023. Yes, I've seen, like that they wrapped filming yes. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. But speaking of 2023, I there's got to be some great titles that we're looking forward to in the next year, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I am really looking forward to two mystery books <laughs> in 2023. Um, they are both coming out in January, so we won't have to wait long. <laughs> I guess I just don't like look that far out. I don't know. <laughs> um, the first one is uh, called City Under One Roof uh, by Iris Yamashita. Um, she is an Academy Award winning screenplay uh, like uh, oh. writer. Um, mm -hmm. I think I want to say for Letters of Iwo Jima, but I'm not positive. Okay. Should have should have fact checked that. I, I take your word for it. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is her first uh, novel, um, mm -hmm. and it is about a detective from Anchorage, Alaska, who gets stranded in the small town of Point Medier, Alaska, um, when she's investigating a possible murder. How small is small for this town? The whole town, <laughs> with a population of about 205 live in one high-rise building that's like only accessible by like a tunnel which of course gets snowed in of course mm -hmm. uh, that's like smaller than like wilmington high senior class probably yes yes mm -hmm. so that might sound far-fetched and the town is fictional but it's based on a real place oh gosh yes. <laughs> <laughs> which is uh whittier alaska mm -hmm. there are a lot of 
articles on Whittier, Alaska, because it is such a strange little place. <laughs> like I was looking at an NPR uh, article with some of the residents uh, earlier today. Um, so most of the, it's not quite just one building, but most of the 200-something residents of this real city live in a 14-story building at the edge of town. Um, in this building <laughs> wow. is a post office, a mm-hmm. laundromat, a police station, a healthcare clinic, a convenience store, and a small market. <laughs> that sounds so in- very claustrophobic. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not sure I could do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. It also sounds like a great setting for a closed room murder, which is Absolutely. like one of my faves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it also sort of sounds like one of those like children's museums where you go and like every room has a different <laughs> yes. like theme. And, and Miss Rabbit from Peppa Pig works at every single place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I am just really looking forward to sitting under one roof, um, which comes out in January. What That's- do you? That sounds great. (laughs) Well, um, you had mentioned earlier that you like books that take place in the greater Boston area, and I also really do. And one of my most anticipated novels of 2023 is by the amazing Dennis Lehane, who wrote Mystic River and, of course, Gone Baby Gone and Shutter Island. Um, I absolutely love his work. His uh, Kenzie and Gennaro series, which is uh, what Gone Baby Gone is from, um, they are a couple of um, private investigators in Boston. That is probably one of um, my most favorite uh, and series, mystery series. Um, it's up there with Spencer from Robert Parker for me. And um, I feel like they're like iconic Boston PIs. And so... Lehane doesn't write any more of those ones, or at least he hasn't in a long time. But he had a standalone novel in 2017 and has been doing like TV work and other stuff since then. But he is expected to publish a book called Small Mercies in the spring of 2023. Um, so this will be his first novel in six years. And it is, of course, Set in Southie, which <laughs> Dennis Lehane is known for. Um, so it is set in the summer of 74 during um, an intense heat wave. And Mary Pat Fennessy is the main character for this. And Mary Pat's daughter goes missing. And at the same night, a young black man is hit by the tea and killed um, in Southie. And so Mary Pat begins searching for her daughter, Along the way, she annoys the local Irish mob, who um, has a different name. It's not so it's it's Whitey, but it's not Whitey. Okay. Um, <laughs> and along the way, it does have the backdrop of, of course, busing in Boston and the desegregation of uh, the schools in Southie. Um, so I'm really looking forward to how Lehane will tell this story. Even though um, I will be disappointed if, well, Kenzie can't be in it because I mean you know he probably would be like five <laughs> at that point but <laughs> because it is set in a different timeline <laughs> than the Ken- Kenzie and Gennaro series um, but I I really do enjoy Lehane's work and I really like when he's got those those books that are set in the in the Boston area nice. so the the ones that I, I hadn't read the ones that like he wrote um 
was it any given day i think he he did some that were like set in miami it's funny those are the three that i haven't read yet <laughs> so you know like they're on my bookshelf i i got them when they came out and i just haven't read them yet and i think it's partially because they're not really set here <laughs> so um so i'm really looking forward to reading this one especially because i i do find southie in the 70s kind of this interesting time of just the world kind of explodes when they react to busing that way and so i i think it'll be a really interesting novel and i think it'll be nice to see lahane back on our bookshelves back in action yeah Excellent. Mm -hmm. um my next book that i'm looking forward to in 2023 is everyone in my family has killed someone <laughs> by benjamin stevenson <laughs> and i mean it's in the title, right? Like, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wanted it, you know, it just starts right off with a, a intriguing premise to me. Um, and I love the, um, the book flap. Uh, the first kind of paragraph is, everyone in my family has killed someone. Some of us, the high achievers, have killed more than one. <laughs> I'm not trying to be dramatic, but it is the truth. Some of us are good. Others are bad, and some just unfortunate. <laughs> um, so the premise is uh, someone turns up dead at uh, the main character, uh, Ernest Cunningham's family reunion. Mm -hmm. So obviously it's a whodunit, and yep. I haven't learned much more about it than that. <laughs> um, but the, Sometimes the humor you, and the title, yes. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. sold. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have to. Sometimes you just need to read that book flap, and yes. you're like, that's it. I'm sold. That's the one. I'm ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, that also comes out in January. So, again, for my picks, you do not need to wait long. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Excellent. Well, my next one also comes out in the spring. So, apparently, we need to wait a little bit for mine. Um, but Kate Morton, who um, she also has not had a book in a few years, um, has a book coming out in the spring called Homecoming. Um, she, I, oh, I can't remember what her, her last one was. It had a clock on the cover, but... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, I can picture it, and I, I should have looked up what the what the title was. But I really enjoyed the that book that had the clock on the cover. Um, <laughs> but her new book coming out is called Homecoming. Um, and so it takes place in Australia. And I'm a real sucker for a dual timeline mystery. Mm -hmm. And so part of the story takes place on Christmas Eve in 1959. And then the rest of the story is current day. So in the 50s, a local delivery man finds a dead body on the grounds of this mysterious, luxurious mansion in Australia. That's the 50s. Then in the current timeline, a journalist goes back to Australia because her beloved grandmother has fallen and is now in the hospital. So the journalist, Jess, learns that her grandmother had become frail and confused over the last few years and had the accident when she was trying to get into her attic, a place that Jess was always forbidden to play Ooh. when she was younger. So Jess is at the house and her grandmother is in the hospital and she discovers a true crime novel that describes the investigation into, what do you think? What happened before? 
the <laughs> investigation into the body found on the grounds of the luxurious mansion in 1959 on Christmas Eve. So, <laughs> Jess takes the cold case um, as just what she needs to kind of resurrect her career as a journalist and also distract herself from her grandmother's situation. So um, I am looking forward to that one because, like I said, I did enjoy, even though, forgive me, I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> um, I've looked it up because I couldn't resist. Oh, so I did a quick Google. Um, it is the clockmaker's daughter. And yes. the whole cover is a clock. So Thank you. So I was right. There was a clock on the cover. It was a very good book. <laughs> but it was a few years ago, and that's why I couldn't remember it. Um, so I did remember as soon as I saw her name, I was like, she's the one who wrote the book with the clock on the cover that I really liked. So um, much like Lahane, I'm looking forward to an author that I've enjoyed in the past coming back a few years later with another book. So I think uh, those are two that I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to welcoming back these authors who are coming back into the fold. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And if <laughs> listeners don't want to wait till the spring they can read the clockmaker's daughter in the meantime absolutely <laughs> and, and you know lehane has many books that they can read as well mm -hmm. All right. yes Excellent. okay well this concludes our first episode of season two Yay! <laughs> season <laughs> so, <we're> two. <laughs> so, so next